Hi, this is Kim Smith. I'm a children's book author and illustrator. I've illustrated such books as Home Alone, the classic illustrated storybook. Um, I'm also the author and illustrator of the upcoming book, Box of Picks, and you're listening to The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the man cave, your host, Elias. Kim, welcome to the cave. Hi, thanks for having me. How are you? What's new with you? Um, not much. I'm doing well. Um, how about yourself? No, not bad, not bad. It's raining here today. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. that's too bad. <laughs> so, uh, you've been busy the last few years. Uh, New York Times bestselling illustrator of several children's books. Like, uh, a couple of my favorites have been Home Alone, E.T., Karate Kid, uh, Back to the Future. And uh, you've also are getting ready to debut your own book as well. And we'll talk about that. I want the listeners to get to know you a little bit better. Where are you originally from? Um, I'm currently, well... I, I live in Calgary, um, Alberta, Canada, um, and I was born and raised here. Um, so I've been in the city pretty much my entire life. Um, went through my whole art education here as well. Oh, wow. How was it uh, growing up there? I mean, it was pretty good. <laughs> like, I can't really compare it to anything else because <laughs> this is all I know. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's a good city. We're, uh, we're kind of a well, we used to be a smaller city, um, but uh, close to the Rocky Mountains, which is good. And yeah, no, it's a great place to uh, be a kid for sure. <laughs> yeah. So as a kid growing up, uh, what were you into? Oh, a bunch of stuff. I think um, just kind of my my big passions were I was really into Sailor Moon growing up <laughs> in kind of, uh, I guess, elementary school and like Japanese anime and uh, I always loved to draw and uh, create artwork you know as a kid yeah. which kind of translated into my career today and uh, yeah I just kind of liked collecting rocks and things and okay that's interesting so how did your journey begin as an illustrator um well I, I really loved to draw like I said growing up um and uh when I was kind of in high school later I kind of um, discovered that you could have a career in um, animation, uh, but not so much doing like uh, the animation part of it, but you could be a concept artist. Okay. Um, so I think Treasure Planet had just come out and I picked up a book and it had all the concept art in it. And I thought, oh, this is so neat. Like it would be so much fun to have a career in that. Um, so I was inspired to go to art school. So I applied and um, I went to the Alberta College of Art and Design and got my bachelor's in uh, visual communications and with a major in illustration. So that's kind of where I picked up kind of all the skills okay. um, to become an illustrator. And then, yeah, from there, um, I just kind of started out in the world of illustration like my first job was I I was doing concept art for like these big 3d props that would go in like uh pediatric dental offices <laughs> okay, okay. so we do all the designs for that we do like um dental offices that were like themed like jungle themed or like underwater themed so I started doing drawings for that and then after a couple of years of that I decided to move on to um 
kind of my own illustration work. And then that's when I got into children's books. Wow. Did you have any influences uh, uh, becoming like an illustrator? Did you you have anybody that you looked up to? Um, I really loved kind of uh, Disney animation. Um, So specifically, um, I really loved, oh, now I'm going to forget his name, (laughs) Ivan Durrell. Um, I really loved his backgrounds. He was background painter in, I believe, when Sleeping Beauty was being made. So he did all the backgrounds for Sleeping Beauty, and I just love that art style. And then also I really loved uh, 1960s um, children's books illustrators like uh, Mary Blair. Um, so a lot of that kind of – a lot of that artwork was kind of in the golden books when they first started. Okay. Um, so I was really inspired by that and that's kind of what influenced my art kind of going forward. It's funny because, like, if you ask me right now what were some of my favorite books as a kid, I don't remember. But now that I'm a father, it's like me reading my daughter, especially the books. It's like, you know, it's a lot of memories coming back. And we just have fun <laughs> reading every night before she goes to bed. Oh, that's fine. Are there books that you really enjoyed growing it's, up that you're able to share with her? So, oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because I'm, I'm a huge 80s person. I love 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. And and how I heard about you was one day I was at Costco and I saw the home alone book. And so we bought that and she loved that. And then from there, you know, we got, we ended up getting like back to the future and then we got the karate kid and she loves reading those. And then actually just yesterday we got ET and Buffy, the vampire slayer. Fun. And, and, and we read ET last night, which was, and she, first she was a little, little like, like, Oh, it's a little scary. And like, it's not scary. Trust me. It's not scary. I had to keep repeating that to her. <laughs> well, I find, well, especially with um, something like E.T., like, I hadn't watched E.T. until I was 16, and I think it was back in theaters for, like, I don't know, the 25th anniversary, but, like, I hear so many um, people come up to me and say, oh, E.T. was so scary for me as a child, like, E.T. gave them nightmares for years and years, so it's kind of um, funny to hear uh, how people feel about um, the children's book. Yeah. But yeah, but the, of course, the children's book is a little bit different than the movie. You know, it's like if it was mm-hmm. actually if it was actually like the movie, it'd be like, yeah, I could see it being a little more scarier, I guess. Yeah. So, and we'll get back to that too. But first, I want to talk about your debut as an author illustrator. You have a book coming out called Box Attack. Tell us about that, and tell us how you came yeah. up with the idea for that story. The Box Attack is basically basically um about these kids um who just like to take ordinary boxes and make extraordinary things with them um so kind of my inspiration for this story was I like to make like a lot of um weird things growing up for like um crazy big um projects I guess sort of kind of whatever was lying around the house so um for instance I used to try and make I I used to really want a pinball machine but obviously they're like very expensive (laughs) so I would try and make them out of kind of like um pieces of plywood and nails and like elastic bands and things and they always turned out kind of weird and crazy but I just thought um that it would be fun to kind of make a book about kids who just like to take yeah that kind of ordinary everyday junk which I think is lying around like every kid's house and then to make something really fun um, and have kids make uh, fun things out of that kind of ordinary stuff. And I feel like it's something that every kid can kind of relate to. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now, uh, how long did it take you to come up with like the storyline for it and then to illustrate it? Um, 
quite a while. So if I guess it's coming out this September. So I think it took me two years in order to get to kind of this point. So originally I came up with the idea of um, box of text and it was basically just like, um, I think at the beginning it was about Meg and um, another boy and they're kind of competing to make um, kind of the most amazing thing out of these boxes. And then um, what I did was I have a, I have a literary agent who represents me in my work. Um, so I kind of threw the idea to her and I was asking her what she thought about it. And we worked really hard uh, together making it into what's called a book dummy. So mm-hmm. a book dummy is basically just kind of the whole story kind of laid out. Um, all the words are in there. And then it's just like little black and white sketches. And basically we take this dummy and we send it off to different publishers and see if anybody's interested in buying the book. So we did that. We made the dummy and we got it together and we sent it up to publishers. And there are a few that were um, interested. Um, so I kind of decided um, which one I thought would be best um, to work with um, for my book in order to and in order to make my kind of idea the best it could be. So the publisher that we ended up going with uh, was Houghton Mifflin Harcourt, and I had worked with I had worked with them on uh, when I had illustrated the Great Puppy Invasion. So I really loved working with them. I thought that the editor uh, and I um, we we had kind of a good process together, um, and I thought that she she'd make the best fit in order to like make the book the best. So once we sold sold it to Houghton Mifflin um it was just kind of refining the text in the book and then completing the illustrations and from the time it sold from about the time it's uh I guess was finished is about a, a year in oh. order for it to be on the shelves right. but yeah it takes it takes a while <laughs> now do you have an idea for a next book that you want I do, to do I have a couple kind of stirring around that I'm working on right now but nice. nothing that I can share <laughs> at the moment yeah. So how did you get involved with uh, pop classics? Um, so Quirk Books had approached me uh, doing the Home Alone uh, picture book. So I think it was the 25th anniversary. They wanted to come out with the picture book version of Home Alone. Um, and yeah, they asked me if I wanted to illustrate it. And I said, of course, because I had grown up with Home Alone. And it was such an iconic movie from my childhood. I yeah. cannot give up the opportunity to illustrate it. And uh yeah, so we did that one together, and I did all the artwork for it, and then it did really well um, in bookstores. And I think, I think it was the 2015 holiday season or something. Um, and yeah, it did really well. So uh, Quirk decided to continue on the series, and they asked me to uh, continue illustrating the books. Oh, wow. And it's just kind of grown from there. I think X Files was the one after Home Alone, and then ET to follow, and then yeah, we've kept going on it <laughs> so so when you're about to illustrate those books do you go back and watch the movies before you start drawing them yeah i find it's a super important thing to go back and watch the movies because if i hadn't seen them in a while or if i haven't really dove into the series very much it's like sometimes what you remember isn't exactly what it was and i try and watch it at least two or three times if it's a movie or I try and watch a number of different episodes in order to try and keep it as close to kind of the source material as possible. But I also try and give it kind of a fun children's book take too. That's interesting. Now, um, were you a fan of like the eighties and nineties movies and pop classics that have been recreated for the children's books? 
Yeah, well, for the most part, I have to admit, like, out of all the books that we've done so far, I think the one I was the biggest fan of was Buffy. And then um, for something like I had seen E.T., but only once. So that was something that I was familiar with culturally, (laughs) but I hadn't really dove into it. I don't even know. I didn't even remember the full film. And then something like The X-Files, I had seen like one or two episodes, but that was something I had to go back and uh, rewatch a bunch of the episodes and kind of really get a feel for this series before I started illustrating it. Because again, it's, it's so dominant in pop culture that I have all these ideas from kind of like fans and, you know, like um, other stuff that references it. But I wanted to make sure that I kind of kept it true to the source yeah. as much as I could and then do the children's now, story. Now, when you... When they when they come up to you and they say, "Okay, we're gonna like Home Alone 2, You're about to release that in a few months. Mm-hmm. Do you get the dialogue so you can have an idea how you want to draw these characters? Yeah. So basically, what I get at the beginning of any book that I start, I get the manuscript so that uh, it contains um, all all of the words that are basically going in the book, and then it will also kind of give me the descriptions of either things they want to see on certain pages or just some ideas for the illustrations I do have uh, a bit of flexibility with that Um, like I can bring my own ideas to the table but it's definitely the manuscript is something it's kind of almost like my guide for the illustrations now is there any uh, like any movie adaptations that you want to see be created yeah (laughs) there's a bunch probably um my favorite, the one that I'm always gunning for, is Jurassic Park. Okay. Um, that was a movie that just really stuck with me. I watched it, I think, when I was eight, and it stuck. It stuck with me, and it's one of my favorite films. I would just love to do the children's book take on that. I don't know if it's um, possible because the dinosaurs are so well. There's a lot of scary moments in Jurassic Park, yeah. obviously, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, that one would be so much fun to you tackle. Ghostbusters would be a good one. Oh, yeah. Dude, that would be so much fun. I know there have been a bunch of little golden books on that one, too. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So when you get the, like, the manuscript for that, like, how long does it take you to illustrate that book, usually? Um, That one usually takes me about three or four months. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely shorter than writing my own book. <laughs> so you've also done... Uh, children's video games and puzzles uh, tell us about that um so the children's video games um i i used to paint backgrounds for them um so there was a company out of the u.s and i think they were called um the three feet institute uh so all their all their games are kind of educational but um they had a fun one called the ss grin and it was about these characters who went around different islands and so i got to uh paint all the backgrounds for them so pirate ships and um volcanoes and that sort of thing it was pretty fun and oh. then um sorry what was the other one <laughs> yeah, so, so you did i say you did video games you did puzzles you did, you did uh, posters magazines oh yeah yeah so early in my illustration career um like now i only pretty much focus on uh children's books but earlier um yeah i used to take on a number of different projects um the puzzles i'm still working on i guess but um, those have been really fun. They've been with uh, Crocodile Creek, and they make such cute um, 
I guess, children's products. But yeah, the puzzles have been really fun with them. And we do kind of like, we've been doing kind of a day at the museum. So we did a day at the zoo um, with them. And then also a day at uh, the dinosaur museum, which was pretty fun. <laughs> now, do you have like, do you have like your own office? Like you pretty much, do you work out of home? Yeah, I work out of my house. I have my own office kind of separated away from things. I find it's helpful in order to um, take a break away from things. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, I, I work from home. Um, my dog's here to keep me company most of the time. But <laughs> So uh, what's next for you in the illustrating world? I know you've got the book coming out. Yeah, I think I'm still just chugging along on children's books. Um, uh, there's a couple more pop classics that I can't really say the titles for, but um, okay. we're working away on that series still, which is pretty exciting. Um, and then um, the next book, I, I did a, a couple of books um, for the Property Brothers, uh, their children's books called uh, Builder Brothers. Um, so the first one was Builder Brothers Big, Big Plans, and the second book... Um, is out in September for that series. So uh, lastly, how can the listeners find you on social media? Um, so I'm Kim Illustration on Instagram. I'm Kim Draws on Twitter. And then, yeah, or you can always visit my website at kimillustration.com. All right, Kim, this was fun. Thank you for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. It was great talking with you. down and keeps you back I could never do that I don't want to be the one who says oh my god you shouldn't do that I don't want to be somebody's I don't I charge by the hour People say that I'm a fool To put my faith and trust in you They don't even know you Or say I end up broke or dead Something worse could be true just the way it may go I don't want to be somebody's wallflower Just because I'm cheap don't mean I don't judge by the hour
I don't, I charge by the hour 